all happening off air. The sock, what are they? The, what are they? The Wally Roos, whatever the hell is it? Matildas. Matildas, mate. Yeah, yeah. That was my fill of um, women's football for tonight. Uh, the footy's on this weekend. The cricket's on, and there's some good racing on Beaver, and we're going to talk about that. So, uh, how are you, mate? Yes, uh, pretty good, mate. So, yeah, it's all happening, but uh, racing is what we are here for, and hopefully. The other thing we're here for is to find the punters some winners. It would be. Into our fourth year, Beaver. Happy birthday. Fourth year of show us yeah, the tips for pro group racing. That's how long we've been going. You nearly had hair when that, we mate? started. That's it. But, uh, yeah, a few winners along the way, but we're going to keep standard. plowing on. Last weekend of the racing season this weekend. Um We've got Zach Lloyd versus Dylan Gibbons. I think he's three behind. We've got a few other stories to come out of the season, but uh, let's just talk winners, eh? No need to reflect too much. Let's get to Randwick first, where we should get a good track. The rail moves out five. I think the uh, Randwick running line's in play there on the weekend. Uh, what do you make of this card? Uh, yeah, a bit like that. It was like, yeah, I wasn't, so, wasn't that overly impressed to be honest with the, the Ramwick ones. Uh, I thought the first four it's been a long uh, day. races on the card were pretty tricky. <laughs> yes, I uh, can't even get my words out. But uh, yeah, I wasn't that keen on early in the day, the highways and that, they're sort of a bit of a lottery, but um, we'll see what we can do. Um, towards the back of the card, I think there's a few winners there. So uh, probably play a little bit quiet early and sort of, Move, move it around a bit and then uh, hopefully have a little bit uh, left in the tank for later in the day. Beautiful. Let's get uh, for progetracing.com.au. Let's kick off with the two-year-olds over the 1,100 metres. Uh, well, you're not that keen to start it, but does anything catch your eye here in the first? Well, the dual acceptor, Estriella, I think um, holds the key here. If it runs here, I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Um, it was pretty impressive on its only... Uh, start uh, one convincingly at Gosford was favourite in the market and um, I think it can back that up uh, if it starts here. Yeah, also nom for Mooney Valley may even also be in Adelaide, did I see? We'll find out what it's going to be tomorrow, I suppose, by the time this goes up. I I, I was quite taken with Shaken here. The Godolphin horse that uh, had the one run last time in where it had to go, uh, well, nothing went right. Every trial and every run back in this time has been professional and very powerful. I think this is a nice horse. Uh, and I'm going to take on this favourite. I think uh, it crosses here for Zach Lloyd, and I think it uh, is a nice way to start the day. But there's lots of bits and pieces. Like you could make a case for infatuation. You've made the case for Estrella. Uh, I do think Cabalus is talented uh, after a complete trial first up at Canterbury. I think Randwick's going to suit it. Uh, and Porter Rosso's a horse I kept making cases for last time. The two trials have been pretty good this time in. So obviously with these lightly raced ones, we're going to learn more coming out of it. But I'm just got a feeling Shaken might have quite a bit of ability. Uh, and they're, they're flying at the moment, the Godolphin team. The second, we've got nine, just the best part of $9 a field in a mile midway, uh, benchmark 72. Good luck, Beaver. Yeah, kind of need it here, Matt. Um Hail Mary, um, I'm going for number 16, Moorestown. Um, been pretty consistent of late. It was a good win last start um, at Hawkesbury, uh, beating Leandra, which isn't bad form, and then um, had finished close behind at second prior to that. So 
I think it's going okay. Um, might get the right run here, but this is um, a lottery. I am. I'm going to probably cover, try and cover if I'm going to have a bet here. Cover two, three, maybe even fours is what the price is. Uh, I was taken a little bit here by Go Tropo third up, coming from a different form line through the Woke Farm lead up up to the mile. Dry tracks the key for it. Uh, might be able to find a nice running line spot in around twenty to one. Maybe one of the starting points from Nyaka, who is also in the twenties. Uh, Denny Beasley inside gate. Only got going very late at Wyong there. Uh, I think uh, now second up, I think Randwick again is going to suit and worth a stab. Uh, of the other stuff, DiMaggio is obvious, but has to find a spot there from gate 19. And Invincible Legend, the other different form around the $11 mark, uh, is flying. Um, they've been really good runs the last three or so. So um, three or four options, all at a price that I, I might try and build a little book around, but a very tricky race. The second... The highway is up next, the third, 1,200 metres, and uh, I'm not a huge highway player, but I thought Salieri jumped off the page here. Uh, Nash gets back on board. Last two runs at Chase Mogo Magic uh, and gave it not quite a fright, but made it work, uh, and then chased Omniman last time out. That looks much better form to me than your stock standard uh, highway sprint, so uh, it was the one that caught my eye. Did you have a thought on this? Yeah, I thought it would certainly uh, very hard to beat here and one that I'd be saving on. I was going Zaru. Um, mm -hmm. I thought it was yeah, a good right. win last start where it beat, beat Melody again. Uh, fairly similarly weighted for this. Uh, gets gate seven. Melody again's got 17. Uh, so certainly gets the, the right draw to run well here. I thought that was, you know, outside of Salier, the, the, the kind of right form line for this race. So, um I've got it on top, but hard to beat again. Up next, we've got an 1,800-metre benchmark 78 for the girls, and we're finishing the racing season at one of the lowest Saturday races in recent memory. Uh, does anyone catch your eye here? Uh, no, nah, pretty tricky race here, but I've settled on Ita. The top weight uh, gets the three-kilo claim here. Been there or thereabouts in some decent company behind... Um, Tazarel, which I think uh, would be very hard to beat later in the day. So I thought uh, it might be the one to beat um, in this. Uh, I think there's two main chances, and the two with the, the Metro form. That's Ita, who you've mentioned. I think under Amy McLucas, it won't mess around and will go forward. Uh, and Decadent Tail, it's been beaten by Wide Gates its last couple. Uh, hit the line from, uh, from out wide uh, its last two. Zach Lloyd, inside gate, I think Posse's up, perhaps even leaders back, uh, and with even luck is going to be hard to beat. I think they're the two best horses, and um, we can narrow that down. Outside of them, uh, Endorphins might be next best. The fifth is the boys' version, 1,800 metres, benchmark 78, and I'm going to go with the man behind the money form here at 1,800 metres. Uh, that's Touristic and Mudamane. Uh, I thought both were very good chasing a good horse, and that race fits this race quite well. Uh, I'm going to go for the record, Touristic on top uh, from Mudamani. Uh, Special Envoy got a bit of cover and was much, much better than it had been in Australia. Does get the inside gate in a cosy run. Maybe there's still improvement there, but uh, I think Touristic, good chance, Beaver. Yeah, I think you've got it down to the right two here. I'm just going for Mudamani. Um, I thought it was a good run. Gets the kilo and a half claim here in the and the right gate. Um, 
that was its first run out to the 2000, comes back to 1800 here. I think that'll that'll suit it here. And I think it might be the one to follow. And if it's pattern stands up here, 1814 due to win. 1300 meter benchmark 72 is up next. What are you making of this? Yeah, another another pretty open affair here. Everything's sort of around the seven, eight dollar mark. I've gone for King of Naples here. Uh, I think it can run really well. Uh, finally broke through last start, beating Shines, and Shines come out and won yesterday um, in a nice little race. Uh, prior to that, uh, was second behind Star Spirit again, um, going well. Uh, it's got Nash on board. Got the right gate. I think you can give a bold sight in a pretty open affair. I think there's two hopes, and you've covered one of them, King of Naples, everything you've just said. I think the other one is Plundering, who hopefully gets uh, sort of three back running line for Zach Lloyd. Going well enough. I think the former, well, Chorlton Lane uh, just was uh, got in the wrong spot last last week uh, in, a, in a quick race there. But... Uh, I think it's going well enough. Is there any issues with honesty? I think, and uh, it can be in a finish. Uh, one and two for me in the sixth. The seventh is an eleven hundred meter benchmark seventy two. Uh, I set out to try and get Mogo Magic beat, and I couldn't. I think this is a nice horse. I think it's obviously on the way to uh, the uh, Good Bush race over the carnival. I was just I just uh, forgot its name. Uh, what's it called? Kuziosko. Uh, I think it runs well here and is clearly on top from Diamond Dealer, who was very brave sitting wide in a Metro race last time out. And I think it runs well again. And the one down the bottom, who I've just uh, misplaced off the win there. Oh, Boss, who's um, will push forward and uh, is going well. What do you think of this one? Yeah, I go, I go Magic on top as well. Um, that was a good win first up. Uh, fresh. It's going to improve from that run, I would have thought. And I can't see any reason why it can't win again. Gate five's perfect. And this is no different a field, to be totally honest. Um, this looks perfect. The eighth is an 1,100-meter benchmark, 88. Uh, are you sticking with Interaction, or does the form feel a little bit hollow around Brudenell and Curtis Island? Yeah, it does feel a little bit hollow. I'm a bit concerned. Um, around that form, and for that reason, I've gone for Depot. Mm -hmm. um, ran a lovely race in the Ramoni, uh, only a length behind. Um, just a couple of good horses. Prior to that, won really well um, at Ipswich. Uh, can run well, got the right jockey on board, the right draw, and I just think Insurrection Gate 11 has to get across, and they may just finish over the top of it here. Um, Got a bit of a watch on, obviously. Conscript uh, comes back here. Went to went to a listed race and ran very started favourite and was only two lengths behind Star uh, Spacewalk. Uh, prior to that, um, had won a couple of won a nice race and was second first up. Uh, wouldn't let it get under your guard here. Those are the two I had. I am against Interaction too, uh, but I'm not quite sure where I'm going. I, I've wondered, except for the fact it's track stats don't look great. I actually want to make a case for Kerr Royale. He's second up, getting an inside gate now for Karen uh, around the $18 mark. Uh, goes into a quarty, as does Depor, as does Garrison, as does Conscript. Uh, but where, how will I play around any of them? I'm, I'm still not quite sure, but um, I've just got a feeling 
yeah, we might have the punters might have got what they need to out of interaction this time in. Um, and I'll leave it at that. The ninth is a mile benchmark eighty eight, and uh, just checking the scratchings here, I am going to stick with the one you mentioned earlier. Actually, Tarzarol. I think that was a great win. Uh, I was keen on it coming into that race. Didn't let me down. I think it's got its uh, its shit together now in Australia and is going to run swoop and run well again here. Uh, from Super Pursuit, who is going well enough, and Stonecoat is obviously going to be up on pace and in the firing line again. Um, I think they're the key three key hopes. What do you think of this? Yeah, Tarsarol for me. Um, quite surprised it's $5, to be honest. I thought it would be a little bit skinnier than that. Um, I think it'll start a little bit shorter than that. And I think it'll be hard to beat if they're finishing down the middle of the track, which I suspect by this time of the day they will. Uh, this will sit up and be perfect for it. And we're going to wrap up with a 1,300-metre benchmark 78. How are you finishing the day? Yeah, I'm going for Banana Queen resuming here. It's also got a bit of opinion of um, putting some really nice runs last preparation uh, before finishing seventh in a group three before it went out and that was when it sort of had come to the end of its preparation uh now it's had the spell freshened up here this is a good race to resume in and i think it's going to be hard to beat and i put a line through river plates last run uh forget about that and go off its previous form it could run well i have it's a good day for nash actually tomorrow uh he's got quite a few at a price uh, returning this weekend, but I'm I'm going to stick with Super Friendship. I think it's flying since it's come to Australia. Uh, both its wins have been quite good, and no reason for me to jump off it around the each way price. Uh, from River Plate, who I've mentioned as well, we've both had a, an opinion of it in its time in Australia. Just completely forget that last run uh, will be better than that, and obviously terrified of Banana Queen. And I'll mention the other couple. In the quaddy, which I'll talk about now, in the first leg for progretracing.com.au, I'm going to put number three, Diamond Dealer, number four, Mogo Magic, and number nine, Boss. Second leg, two, uh, one Conscript, two, Inver Park, three, Depor, four, Insurrection, six, Garrison, eight, Kerr Royale. Third leg, six, Super Pursuit, seven, Stonecoat, nine, Bazooka, 11, Tarzel. And I'll come home with two River Plate, three Banana Queen, four Super Friendship, seven Regal Pom, and 13 Strombus. What's your best in value on the program? Yeah, my best uh, couldn't go past race seven, number four, Mogo Magic. And my value better the day comes up in race six, number two, King of Naples. I'm going to go with race one, number six, Shaken. I'm going to make it my best on the card. And my value around the $30 mark, race three, number two, Nyaka, uh, in that wide open race um, earlier in the day. We're back at the valley down south where, for the first time since March, where the rail is starting in the five metre mark on what will be a good track, which makes me quite nervous about the fact it could be very much rails in run there. Uh, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think... Um have to see how the early races go, but that could well be the case. And I'll sort of be looking at that early on in the day. Uh, we're going to start off with a thousand metre two-year-old race, as we mentioned. The oh no, it's in the girls' race. The um, 
Eustace Philly is going to be. But uh, how are you going to start the day here for the boys? Yeah, I'm going to start the day off. I'm going to back uh, Epic Proportions, number two, uh, the Ma Eustace runner that had its uh, first start in Sydney and won quite nicely and then only just got beaten um, in its second start. I think it will jump and run and might even lead these. And if there is uh, anything towards the leaders, uh, it might be the one in front and uh, hard to catch. Uh, Best bets and Racing Australia, both telling me that Archo Nacho has come out since I've done the form, uh, which would have been top pick. Uh, I don't really have another because I think... Archo Nacho is out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, watch and learn for me. Like there's lots of... There's a few of these that have trialled very well. Hedged, albeit on wet tracks, has trialled fantastically. Title fighter, same. Ablett might even have ability. So I, as I, with that horse coming out, I do think Epic Proportions finds the fence. Uh, and I, I think Cigar Flick's not a bad horse who beat it. So... Uh, perhaps on top, but as I said, watch and learn there. The second is the Phillies version, again, 1,000 metre for the two-year-old, where I really liked the win of Outback Miss last time out, sat outside lead, uh, and Boston was very impressive at Caulfield. Uh, whether outside lead's a place to be is the concern, but on top for me, uh, and we'll see if Australia does come down here. I believe Outback Miss is also in the Adelaide race. Uh, which uh, exploring is heading over there for actually. Uh, so we'll wait and see there. What have you made of this? Yeah, I've got Outback Miss on top as well. I thought you were right. It was a good win last start. Um, jumped on pace and sat up there and uh, still found plenty enough to kick away and win by a couple of lengths. Should be hard to beat here. Main danger, spicy marks. That was a nice little mm-hmm. resumption there and uh, could be hard to beat. Gate 12 might present a bit of a problem, but... Uh, yeah, it's my on top is Outback Miss. Yeah, Spicy Marks could be a little Mooney Valley Whippet that gets around the fence if it finds a top, but uh, I guess we'll see how the track plays. The mile for the three-year-olds is up next, a mile handicap here. Uh, who have you found? Yeah, well, it looks like Ma Eustace holds the key here with both another Will and Elsie May. I did go for another Will. Um was good at debut and then came out and won very nicely last start. Um, ran got sort of midfield and uh, foot paid to him pretty easily there over the over the mile. Um, yeah, I think this is a progressive type and uh, very hard to beat. Yeah, there's no real guts to this race, so that's why I've gone the same way. I think it's ready, right for the picking. Another wheel comes to town at the right time. Going to be hard to beat from Sacred Bull. Sort of the same. Resumes off a nice. Nice win out wide, now comes straight to town. And hard to cross if it can find a position. Uh, I can forgive its last couple and may well be the best horse. Around a $15 mark goes into an early quaddy. The fourth is a 20, 40 metre handicap again for the three-year-olds. Where I'm going to stick with your man here, Paulie Pruska, with uh, Torrenzino. Uh, did a little bit wrong there, but was pretty strong through the line uh, and... Uh, was impressive end of the day and again i don't think there's a lot to this race uh on top from got to be savvy who's honest enough and backing up again and slain who you can sort of forgive that last run does find the fence for carly and heffel if it is a place to be can improve what have you made of this one yeah no surprise i'm sticking with tarazino as well for all the reasons you said i think it's just 
uh, keeps improving this horse. Uh, two starts back, one nicely, broke its maiden pretty straightforward. And then it was a good win again last start, just kept working home nicely. Uh, gets the sit here, pressure on from the 600 at the valley, and it'll finish over the top of her. The fifth, again, we're at the Cox Plate trip for a benchmark 100 now. Uh, how do you, how have you, whose turn is it this week? Whose turn is it this week? I think it's Milford's turn to break through here. Um, I really do. I think it's, you know, almost looked home last start until a horse that uh, hasn't won in a long time. One of mine that I've given up on a long time ago, uh, but it did prop up in Young Werther. Um, I thought Milford had it shot to bits there, so... That was that. That was a pretty good run, and then was lucky, unlucky to start before that two behind Normandy Bridge. I think that form's good enough uh, to run well in this and uh, hardest to beat. Yeah, Blake Shin gets on a lot of the right horses for the rest of this card. I think he's going to suit uh, a lot of his mounts in the last half of this card. The more I looked at this, the more I thought perhaps this is just a complete jiggy jog for Keats. Maybe just uh, finds a fence if it's a place to be. There's no pressure up there. Uh, Williams just starts revving up from about the thousand and may hold on. Uh, so I'm going to go that way. I kept coming back to Lord Ardmore and Milford after that. I don't think Lord Ardmore quite ran out the trip last time. Uh, Mooney Valley will suit better. Uh, but And you've made the case for Milford uh, against Flash Flood. I think this might just be, I mean, not that there's much here, but I think the step up in grade might be against it here. Benchmark 78, 2,500 metres is next on the card. What have you done with this one? Yeah, interesting race here. I've gone for two down in the market a little bit. I've gone for Thorin. Um, this is a pretty open race here, 2,500. I, I thought it's just going well at the moment. It just keeps building, building, building. Uh, one last start, second start before that, third start before that. That's one in group company before. Um and just seems to have got a little bit better um, each time in this time. And so only just got beaten um, by nose when it did lead up at Sandown uh, two back. So uh, just could get the right run here, gets a three-kilo claim. And I think it's main dangers, Clatamar more. Um, it's going okay as well. Um, I sort of fought it out a couple of starts back and went third behind Angel of Light with 63 on its back last start. Gets back into 59 here. It can run well as well, um, sitting on the pace. I've ended up coming back to the Sydney form uh, in a tricky race. I've, I've gone back to Strawberry Rock, coming back down from uh, the 2,600-metre trip at Ramwick. Uh, does have some work to do from the gate, but is on top for me. From Duquesne, who started favourite over it last time out and just got too far back. If it can uh, find a cosier spot for Mellum, I think they can fight out the finish. Interesting case for Thorin, though. I, you know, maybe dismissed a bit quickly, but perhaps this race is ready to go and um, it's not the worst here. Not at all. So nice find there. Um, the seventh is a benchmark 100 over the mile. Um, again, this is this is wide open. Have you got any thoughts? Yeah, I think Jimmy the Bear uh, can finally get a win up here. Uh, Gate 13 is a little bit of a, a worry, but uh, has one win 
from one start over this track and distance. So that's a good uh, good point here. Handles are slow and soft. Um, that's been pretty good this prep in, to be honest. It's ran in a couple of listed races behind some decent horses, one unusual culture. It ran pretty close up. Um, look, always a horse that put, tries hard. So I've got it on top and think it can, uh, this is the easiest race it's starting for a while. Another one that Blake Shin gets on at the right time. Uh, I think he's going to suit this horse down to the ground. Uh, had to sit outside lead over the mile at Flemington. That wasn't its go. Gets in the running line here. Shin will take up. It will find the right spot and uh, is on top for me as well. Uh, how do I make cases for anything else here? Interpretation. I'm interested to see back after the Melbourne Cup prep. Uh, interested the other import, but do I want to back him? Not really. Uh, and there's old Frankie, my mate, with Maddie still on top at the top of the weights just to torment me. Uh, the eighth is a mile benchmark 78. Can I add much more here? A little bit. I think Chandon Burge is ready now. Uh, it was stuck back to the inside uh, when it completely collapsed there at Caulfield, uh, the track that is, and now gets a cosy run just behind the pace with Ollie going on. I think that's in its favour. This is the weakest race it's been in, in forever. And being able to take up a spot at an each-way price appeals to me. Uh, from Passione, who's going really well, uh, if Brad Rewheeler can get a spot as well and get even luck, I think it can run better than the 20 to 1. Uh, that'll do me here. What have you made of it? Yeah, I've gone the same way. I think it gets its chance here now, Shannon Berge, uh, right at peak fitness. Hasn't had a lot of luck um, in in its races this time in. Uh, this looks ideal and there's just a garbage race. Um, so I've got <laughs> it on top. Uh, hardest to beat Bellini Miss. And we're wrapping up with a 1,200-metre benchmark, 70. I'm guessing we're both coming home with the same horse. Yep. Mm -hmm. Going to talk about it? Or you want me to? Number 14, Carrillo. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, look, uh, bring it first up. And then last start uh, at Sandown wasn't the worst run um, in the world. Just probably got a bit too far out of its ground there. Uh, but finished off quite nicely. I think the extra distance suits here went back to the thousand last start and it just wasn't wasn't long enough it was just warming up um yeah it was probably an interesting placement of race to be honest kind of first up over the 1150 then going back to the thousand not quite sure what the thinking was that there and it probably told on it um back out here to the 1200 suits gate eight's perfect and yeah i'm pretty keen on this and again, Blake Shin jumps on the right horse. Uh, there's an argument you made. This might be the weakest race it's ever been in. Uh, yeah, even 100%. with some of those Sydney maidens, it, it, this uh, it, if it gets if the track's fair and uh, good, it'll blow them away. On top for me, it's my best on the card on a tricky card. Uh, do you have a quaddy for us on a tricky card? I do have a quaddy for us, um, and it goes like this. First leg, number one, Strawberry Rock, number two, Thorin, number three, Clattermore Moore, and number 11, JKN. Into the second leg, uh, going a little bit wider here, I'm going number three, Sosie Bon, number five, Jimmy the Bear, number 11, Royal Mile, 
and number 13, Urban Oasis. In the third leg, race eight, I'm going number one, Chandon Birch. I'm going number three, Lazuka. I'm going number eight, Artika. Number nine, Delicious Tycoon. And number 14, Bellini Miss. And coming home, I'm going a little bit shorter here. I'm going number seven, Kalawu Falls. And number 14, Peril. Uh, as I mentioned, my best on the card is race nine, number 14, Peril. My value race eight, number four, Passione. Uh, what about yourself? Race nine, number 14, Peril. And my value bet comes up in race six, number two, Thorin. Love it. Uh, what do you got for us up at Eagle Farm? Eagle Farm. Yeah, interesting day up the farm. Pretty hard, pretty tricky day to be brutally honest. Um, but I'm going race two, number one, Sky Out. I think it can win again. Um, and super hard to beat. Going race four, number three, Kanazawa. Uh, mm. Can get a win up there. I'm going race six, number four, Freedom Rally. Think it'll be super hard to beat. And then we'll finish off with race eight, number 14, Black on Beauty. Excellent. A couple for well, one from Morfittville, race eight, number four, and exploring. Heads over there. As I've said, we'll just wait and see if Outback Miss lobs up as the main danger. Uh, and Belmont, race five, number two, Duchess of Gossip is flying. Should win again. Thank you, Beaver. You're welcome, mate. Beauty. We've uh, check out progroupracing.com.au for everything going on there. Subscribe to the mailing list to get this show in your inbox every Friday night. And we'll be back Wednesday, hopefully on the back of a winning weekend, to kick off the new racing season with a midweek preview. Take care and we'll talk soon.